Yeah, you ready, Pastor? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, we are live. So, hello, everyone. I am Bernice, the owner of Loma Creative Services. I am here with Pastor Melvin Rasco of the New Cornerstone Church of Baltimore, Maryland. You guys are going to know a little bit about him in a few minutes. I just want to let you guys know, what are you watching? This is the kickoff of the five-part series, Church live stream versus Church in Person. So this, we're doing a five-part series. It's going to be a podcast as well. So we're going to be on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're live on YouTube right now as well. Um, but I want to, I want to have this conversation with senior leaders because I want to, I just want us to have a, 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 a healthy conversation. Like, is it really working? You know, is it really, um, is it, is it really working? Is it something that, um, is it worth pursuing? Uh, is it something we need to continue even after, you know, post pandemic? Just let's just have some healthy conversations about it. And um, what I do here at Loma Creative Services, we're the one stop shop for branding and marketing. So we assist in marketing campaigns from um, live streaming, graphic designing, um, you name it, literally the one stop shop for branding and marketing. And I, I have conversations like this because one of the services we offer is technology training. So, you know, we teach pastors, leaders, those in business, and some I come uh, connected to, they're like, nah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> you know, that's not something that they, that they feel that's necessary. And then some, they're like, listen, let yeah, we need this. So I just wanted to gather a few and also um, some guesses, those who are professional in, you know, technology, professional in, in media, um, and let's just have a healthy conversation. So this leads us to the first kickoff. Hey, Pastor Melvin. Hello, hello, hello. Hello to everyone <laughs> out there. <laughs> yes, I want to say thank you so much. See, people don't know you, we come from the same hometown. So we kind of know each other peeps. Yeah, yeah. Bert T. <laughs> yeah, Bert T. County, Windsor, North Carolina. And uh, so we we kind of know, like I know your grandmother for, for years, yeah, yeah. Um, your family for so many years. And so you, God bless you to venture out and you're now in Baltimore. Tell us a little bit about um, what you do in your ministry. I am the senior pastor of the New Cornerstone Baptist Church. Um, I've been pastoring New Cornerstone now for about two years, uh, going on my third year, um, this upcoming this October. Um, and so um, I, I've been blessed to pastor a church that um, is going on 83 years um, that was already um, started by some great leaders prior to me and formed and shaped and and I'm just there now to just continue to build upon the legacy of those who were before me. And so um, I've been blessed. I've been blessed to, to pastor, uh, pastor such a great church, great people, and in a, a community where a ministry is, is definitely needed. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. So I'm just 
it, you guys, even before our conversation live here, before I, I was just telling him how proud I am and how I watched you know, his growth and how God has just been elevating him to do great things, not just in ministry, but in a community and so, so many things. So I publicly just say, I'm so proud of you and how you allow God to use you through ministry. And it's just been really remarkable to watch how God has elevated you from the Melvin I knew from <laughs> hometown, you know, from my hometown. And then, right, you know, right. how you you are pastoring several people, a nice size ministry. <laughs> by the grace of God. It's only by the yeah. grace of God. There's no goodness of my own. That's for sure. I'm still in what is called a wild moment. Um, yeah. Just looking back over my life and seeing uh, where the Lord has brought me in these 25, almost just coming, maybe will be 26 years uh, that I uh, moved to Baltimore. Um, and I started off uh, not having very much, uh, went through a lot of trials and tribulations, uh, but the key to everything is stick to itness. And so the Lord blessed me uh, in everything that I had to go through uh, in life uh, to, to now pastor a church, a church that's not a fly-by-night church, a church that has been uh, standing on the wall for a very long time in God's vineyard. And so the uh, Lord is blessed, and of course, he's blessed me to be a part of the Baltimore City Police Department and the Baltimore County Police Departments um, as chaplain for both the uh, the police department and the fire department. And so the Lord has opened up some doors and um, I didn't come from a family of Bernice, of course, you know, I didn't come from a family of preachers and, yes. and all of that. Um, some people, you know, they, they get into it because they have pastors in their family, bishops in their family. You know, I came through it by prayer and fasting and by trials um, and testing um, uh, of things that I had to go through. We all got our own crosses to bear and I had to bear mine. And of course the Lord uh, delivered me. And now he's, uh, he's, he, he's, he's shown not only me, but he's shown others his faithfulness uh, through, through my life. And so I praise God for being on, on tonight. Yes. Oh, so great. So those who um, I see a few guys on, I see even some of the other pastors that will be joining uh, the this part series. I see that they're on. I see the pastor boys are on. Uh, pastor Gwen Hall is on. So these are also some pastors that will be joining in the series. So um, I see pastor. Um, oh my God. I just saw him. He was on. He's from uh, Windsor as well. That's my buddy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Was it Pastor Gillum? Yes, Pastor Gregory Gillum. Yes, yes. they're great, great. He and Lady um, Gillum are awesome people. So big shout out, Windsor NC. Um, by the way, you guys shout out where are you guys watching from. Shout out your church, your ministry. Um, you know, let's 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 shout out who's watching here. Um, let me say this. Um, as we go into this, I first wanted you to introduce yourself because there are people, you know, that don't know who Pastor Melvin Rasco is. And so now that you introduce yourself, I, like you said, you've been tried, you've been true, you've been through, you know, some situations and stuff that, 
you know, God has still favored you and graced you and allowed you to pastor. Um, now we know that they're fast forwarding now to this time as we relate to this topic here about live streaming and stuff. We know there has been a shift. There's literally has been a shift on how we communicate. Um, so can you talk from your experience as as it relates to the shift um, and in the times that we're in? There, there, there's definitely a shift in, in, in the body of Christ. Um, I, I can share my own personal um, experience, of course, where I pastor. Um, our church is uh, predominantly an older congregation. We do have some young people in there, but it's, it's predominantly um, an older congregation. And um, I have uh, had some, some challenges um, with, of course, going online. Um, a lot of our seniors do not know how to, you know, to, to download uh, the Zoom app and to go on Facebook. Uh, or as my grandmother down in Windsor, bless her heart, rest in peace. Uh, she used to call it book face. Book face. <laughs> and um, so um, I've had to be strategic um, during this time. Um, you know, some, sometimes we as pastors and preachers, we want to do what everybody else is doing. Uh-huh. We can't always do what everyone else is doing. We have to do what's best for our ministry uh-huh. uh, at, that, at that time. I would like to do the Zoom. I would like to do... Uh, all this other stuff, uh, but 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 I have to ask myself the question: Will I be leaving my seniors out? That's that's uh-huh. that, that, that's that's a big driving force for me. And 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 for many of our churches um, and our pastors, we yes. know that it's the seniors that's actually supporting financially the church, um, and that has been that has been the case uh, for, for many years. It's always mm-hmm. been seniors that has been, you know, sowing their tithes and offering and making sure that the church doors are staying open. And mm-hmm. so, um, I'm glad you're speaking on that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you, you know, you, you openly said that some yeah, pastors, yeah. you know, they're like, I'm not, I'm not really going to tell why I'm doing this. No, we need the support of the church we, we financially. Need the support of the church financially, because even uh, during this time, I mean, the, the lights are still, you know, they still got the light bill needs to be paid. The water uh, still needs to be paid. There's still things that needs to happen in the church. And so uh, during this time, I, I, you know, I've had to be strategic. And of course, there, there was a time when we went back when when the pandemic originally uh, started. We, you know, we shut down. We, we, you know, we shut down. But then when the numbers started to, 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 to look okay, we went back, of course, and um, putting some things in place uh, so people could sanitize themselves. And of course, uh, we had a mask that we were actually given, given out to people to wear. And of course, doing the social distancing. And of course, our church is, is large enough where we can space people out and um, we can accommodate anywhere between 350 to 400 at our church. So we, you know, we're pretty good, good, good size. And of course, we don't fill our church to capacity unless it's a, some type of event, you know, and th- mm-hmm. that's just being honest. We normally would have somewhere between 40 to 50 on any given Sunday. And so um, when I went back into the church, what what I did, I, I uh, had a con- teleconference number and um, I, I, you know, gave it to our seniors. And of course, 
they were fortunate enough that some of them had people in their homes, some of their grandchildren, nieces and nephews, whomever, was able to help them dial into uh, the number to be able to get on the call. Now, there's some that are in our church. They're, they're old school. They, they, yes. They're not going to call. They're not going to, you know, you know, they don't want to see it on live stream. They want to actually be in the service. Um, but so for those that decided that they wanted to do that, we made that available. And of course, we, you know, we just did it the old time way. You yeah. know, had the phone up near where I was preaching, the podium where they could hear the choir, where they could hear uh, the preaching. And of course, I would preach to those who were there and those who were on the phone, they, they could hear. And we did that for several Sundays until the governor came back and said that this thing was, you know, getting worse again. And so uh -huh. Holy Spirit spoke to me. And even though some churches remained open, I recognize, again, some churches got a little bit more people that are able to, to do some things that I'm not able to do. Yeah. One of the mistakes we make as pastors, again, you better say it. Come on. We try to. Uh, model our ministry by someone else's ministry. But if you don't have the resources available, you have to make sure you're doing what you need to do for your house. And so um, saying that, I said, Lord, well, we need to close down again and we're going to go back to uh, the, the, the conference line and, uh, and make it available. And so um, the Lord has been blessing. Um, I've been preaching uh, on the conference line, just like I would if I was standing in the pulpit. In fact, I believe God has 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 done a greater work in me during this time um, uh, of of being able to preach to the saints. You know, on on the on, on the uh -huh. pulpit. Yeah, we've had we we've, we've had we've had people to join. We've had people to accept the Lord Jesus Christ right there on a prayer call. Now, what they can't yes. get what they can't get on that prayer line is. Uh, this sense of uh, of an affirmation of a hug or you know uh -huh. or, or whatever because that that is needed that 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 is definitely needed. Some of yes. us have gone through great losses during this season. Some of us are suffering during this season, and so we can't reach people and hug them and you know like we normally would. I mean, the Bible, after all, says, "Forsake not the assembling of ourselves together." And so it's important that we come together, but at the same time, um, I, I think the Lord is pleased by, by, by what he has uh, imparted into my life. I can't speak for nobody else for yes. us to move at New Cornerstone during this season. So it sounds like to me, you're not against the live streaming, but it's like you're just, you're speaking from your ministry perspective. And it seems, if I can kind of like explain a little bit, it seems like you're saying you're not against it. It's just, you know your people and you feel that every ministry should make the decision to do live stream versus in-person based on your people. Am I correct? Well, to, to some, to some degree, I'm not against the live stream. I, I would love it. I think it's, it's, it's needed. Even after we go back full, full, uh, full uh, circle in the church, uh, the live stream will still be needed. Those those things will still be needed because I feel like those people who are in a convalescent homes, those that are not able to uh, get to their to their houses of worship, why should they have to turn on BET or the Word Network to get some preacher that's on the Word Network that's not going to come? They're, they're not going to come to the hospital. They're not going to come and preach your funeral. You want to hear your own pastor or you want to hear your own minister at your church 
minister of the whole word of God. Now, I'm not against it, but what I am against are those saints that hide behind uh, these these Zoom calls or or hide behind uh -oh. these things. Some that there, there are some that 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 will use this time uh, just to lay in the bed while they're watching the service. They're, they're not a part of anything. Um, there, there are some that are using the COVID. Uh, uh, this this, this uh, COVID sound like you about to preach there uh, virus <laughs> as an excuse um, not to come to church. Well, some of them had excuses prior to COVID. Some of them won't come in prior to COVID. Now they really have an excuse. Well, we can just watch you on uh, on, on Zoom, or we could just hear you on the telephone and and send our money via Cash App, and I'm good. You know that there, there's no work involved in that. That there, there, there's no spiritual. Uh, activity, you know, being exercised. We still have to have some type of spiritual, just like it's, the body needs a physical exercise. You need to exercise spiritually what the Lord has given you to do in the kingdom. And so while I'm not against, huh. um, I'm not against uh, the, the Zoom and all those other uh, venues, I am against folk who are hiding behind it and using this as a time not to really come to church. Mm. that's good that's good I, I like that you have but here's also that I want to get your feedback on as well so you said that there are people that do hide I do believe that and I, as we would say church hop there are people that literally will also ch virtually church hop because <laughs> I, I mean, mean people that say, oh, I it's a unhealthy you, you know you, you, <laughs> it's, it's unhealthy and and you, you're eating from everyone's table, and 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 while we're while we're at now now when you know that you set a good table, I, I don't have mm -hmm. I'm not intimidated by anyone else's ministry when you know that you know you're, you're setting a good table where you are. But there are those that will compare your ministry to somebody else because now they're able to watch those who are virtually online, those are in the sanctuary, they're able to, to see what's going on, and they'll come back and say, "Well, Pastor, we don't do this." Or pastor, we don't do that. Or pastor, can we do this? But the problem with those type of people or those individuals, normally those are the same people that don't show up once they put the idea out there so that we can make it work. You know, many hands make light work. And if we don't have the hands that's needed, we can't do what Joe Blow and them are doing up the street. And so that's mm -hmm. where I am with that, yeah. That's, that's good right there. That's good. So let's say this. You have, because I do understand you have to cater to the older generation as well. Mm -hmm. So what if you have an older generation that's just stuck on their ways and they just won't learn, period. And, but you see that the church still has to grow at some level because let's, let's be, let's be honest as well that this flesh is not going to be here forever. So that means that we're going to die. We're, those okay. old saints are going to die out. Right. So how do you, because you did mention this in the beginning about, you know, balance and things like that. But how do you, let's, let's have this conversation of literally, what does that look like? Because there are some older gen other saints older saints that just say I, like, and I think you said it, that they're not going to be calling. So how do you, 
how do you, how do you do that as a pastor? How do you balance that knowing that you have to be futuristic as well? Because we're talking about the now, you know, now, yeah, the, the, the older saints are not going to call now, but mm-hmm. what happens 20 years from here when those old saints have died out and now you have a younger generation who, um, you know, who, 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 they not going to call no conference call. I even feel kind of funny now and I'm not young. I don't say I'm young, <laughs> right. but I don't like conference calls. Right, I, I, right. I don't, I got to right. see a face. I got to see something. Or if it's a podcast style or something, it has to be relatable to me because I'm a media person. Exactly. So, you know, even sometimes this pastor be, he'll send me a message like, did you go, did you get on the conference? Oh man, I forgot that conference call. I just, I'm not a conference call right. person. Right. So right. you're talking from a, people who you know where we are to now i guess i'm i'm asking a question about a futuristic versus now of course now they're not but what happened when they die out how do you balance that that's my question well well i'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it to you like this uh i don't care how much soda you drink you're gonna want some water at some point it's nothing is gonna be fulfilling until you get that water and it's the same way with this there were some saints that decided that they were not going to call because they, you know, they were still old school, but they got tired of drinking mm-hmm. soda. They got tired of drinking soda. They, they needed some water. The water was the only thing that was going to satisfy, satisfy their thirst. And so they mm-hmm. called into the, they called into the teleconference line. They began calling in. Yes. And even though they would, they would sneak on the line and I, I would tell them, I was like, you know, you may be up here not saying anything, but when you hang up, I'm going to see that you was up here. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, you know, it gives me the names. Yes. Um, but how we transition is this. This time has taught me, and I don't know about any other pastor, is that we have to be prepared in everything. Even as our church, I'm a young pastor, I'm 45, but I don't plan on pastoring forever. I don't know when God is going to call. But even now, there should be some type of transition. You know that some type of person that you're looking at that maybe that can perceive successor, you. yes, you yes. Know, successor, yes. And you, you know you have to think that, and so um, we went out during this time and we we purchased um, a camcorder and the equipment so that we could set it up. And of course, we're still working to get that going. And um, I'd said. Um, one of the things that we started off last year was was called getting your house in order. And I was bringing in different, uh, well, the same two people coming in and teaching leadership classes and things. And I was going to incorporate um, in that some packages of information on how we go from A to get from A to Z. And so when we get back, this is going to be at the forefront. Uh, with moving forward with the mm-hmm. media ministry and what it looks like and getting some people involved in it, building some, putting some policies and some procedures in place. And I also want to implement where we are, where we have a, a weekend, Friday, Saturday, how long, however long it takes to mm-hmm. bring out seniors in who may be living by themselves and get with some yes. people to show them how to download the, the Zoom app and these other apps that would need it and spend some time like a, a, a one-on-one. And yes. so uh, you, you got to kind of think outside the box because you want I like everybody that. involved. You want, you want, you want all hands on deck. And, and again, you know, everyone, you know, is, it, it doesn't have a family, you know, to be in there with them, especially some of our seniors, they're there by themselves. And so um, that's how you move forward. 
you, you gotta you you gotta think about where we at now and 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 and, and what's working and what's not working. And like you, I like to see faces. Um, uh-huh. they, yes, uh, we made the decision. I prayed on it. The numbers are decreasing um, here again in Maryland. And um, I've heard some of our members saying that they, you know, they miss church and they really want to get back. And um, and I've been praying and, and, and to the Lord. And um, and I said, Lord, uh, if it be your will, we'll go back Resurrection Sunday. You know, we'll we'll do a test run, go back, you know, and go back in like we we left, you know, with everything yes. following the rules. Um, and everything is by trial and error. But 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 you got to put some things in place, Bernice, in order to. Um, order to be successful and move forward and even though some of the things that the older people they do is great but we know that 1938 religion won't work in 20 uh in 2020 at least yes some of the stuff now, some of the stuff now now when you talked about sanctification and being holy and all that yeah that 1938 stuff we do need that we, yes, we need Lord. that type of holy ghost yes uh, that they didn't play with god but but as far as it relates to the technology of things, of course, you know, thing, things are moving and, 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 and ever evolving and we have to evolve with the times. Okay, awesome, awesome. I like that. So that is, that's, that, that is what I call a strategy or a plan of action that mm-hmm. you do plan to, to implement to help you with the transition for being futuristic. I hear having a successor, um, having a, 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 a training day or mm-hmm. days, and also um, having a, a, a place where, or a comfortable place for seniors to connect with the younger generation so that they can learn on how to. I think that's really good because there are some seniors that would want to learn, but they just feel like the younger generation are not listening. Or right. that they can't relate. I really think there's right. a a huge gap between the older generation and the young generation. I it really is, do. It is. It is. It is. Um, I you know I, I I'm old school. Was raised old school. So you know, and I, I don't think that there's too many reformations that I haven't been a part of or been in uh, that I can tell you something about. And one of the challenges for me has been as a pastor, you know, pastoring uh, predominantly older churches, you know, some of them felt like I wasn't old school enough. And I said, no, 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 no. You can't be talking about me because I'm, I'm old school. Uh, don't he came from me. where I came yeah, from. Yeah, he yeah, very so, old, know, school. old school. <laughs> I was just talking to my, uh, I was just talking to my childhood friend because mm-hmm. she was like, girl, I remember you couldn't get no earrings, literally like, right. I didn't have, I didn't get earrings till I was 18, till I was grown. I didn't start wearing pants till late high school. Like you and I, we came from some old, from old, old things. school. <laughs> and, um, but I, you know, I don't want, you know, our seniors to equate uh, moving with the times as we have to move with not, with not knowing how to fall back on the old. That's, that's not what mm-hmm. it is. What it is, is that we have to get to a place and say, okay, we, we, we know that we have to move from, from this place to, it, it's like some folks, you know, I don't know, I haven't been to too many homes lately that still, um, you know, that they're still watching TV from a floor model. Most, most even seniors now, they, they yes. got flat screens, you know, some of them got them on their wall. So, you know, it's just like they learn how to use the, a flat screen TV, high definition or whatever. Yes. We got to teach them how to use this other stuff, especially because it, it will help us 
Um, even in our time of sickness, man, when you land up in a nursing home or hospital, you want to turn on something. You don't want to, like I said, you don't want to be turning on BT because you don't know what type of food you're eating. You don't know the, that person, really. I mean, mm-hmm. you may know the name and, you know, you know, we as a people, you know, we, 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 we mm-hmm. love to call a big name. We love to call yes. a big name, you know, and we equate that. I have said, Bernie, some of the same stuff that these big name preachers are saying. I might not even give a, get a light. And some of them will take my stuff. I've literally seen it. And they get all types of amens and hallelujahs just because of a person. And seen so, it happen. Yeah, and so, yes. And so, and so when, when you have a church and you have your members, they want to hear from their pastor. They, they, they want to hear a word, you know, from them that you, and you know, and you feel comfortable and confident that your, your member uh, or God's member is being fed spiritually. You, yeah. you want to make sure that they are eating a spiritually healthy diet because a lot of folk have gotten fat and they ain't just gotten fat off of eating food physically but they've gotten fat spiritually with a lot of junk since they've been home uh watching these different versions of um you know how they can zoom in and zoom out as i say so yes yeah but i gotta say too though from a from another perspective as well Mm -hmm. i i with what i do you know as a media person and i really i've I personally believe that all ministries should incorporate um, live streaming. And I do understand that, too, like you're saying, there are older generation, older members that you have to cater to them as well. So, of course, you know, to have that balance is good. I personally believe that, like you stated, that's why I'm so glad you said that about training, you know, getting -hmm. getting a, a place where. Uh, or creating an atmosphere where the older generation can still learn and because they're learning somehow something in the world the world is evolving always I had jokingly said this to someone um, I think I was in like a training class or something but I jokingly said this I said older seniors had to learn even those who were getting their SSI when they when the government says listen you better get this car because this is where this money is going I'm no longer sending checks what did everybody had to do? They right. had to change and try to figure. I saw older people like, let me try to go to this bank. Let me right. try to figure out how to get my money. I feel like we need to have that same energy when it comes to anything of God as well. Like if it's time to change and evolve and transition and shift, let me move. Let me transition so I can see how, you know, I can keep up. I can speed up to this thing because this is in the time that we're in and everybody has to, um, understand that there's there's going to be some changes right yeah it's, it's going to be some changes and even even as a preacher in the word of god um i i've heard uh some people say that oh i don't like king james i mean i don't well if you're not reading from king james version of the bible then you're not reading you're not reading the bible if you go with them other versions but and, and as you begin to have conversations with people, especially for some that's been in the church for a long time, they can't really tell you what the King James Version is really saying. All they know is they feel like that's the word of God. That's the word of True. God. True. Everything else is trash. Um, but then you have those that really have a knowledge or, or have a hunger for the word of God. And they will they will study other versions. And then it's the same way. If you want something bad enough, if you if you love God bad enough, you're going to want to do whatever it takes to hear spiritually what thus said the Lord. And um, I think that, you know, 
we have to open up our minds, whether you're old or young. Um, you, you have to open up your mind and, and you know, to, to, to some things. Change, you know, there's not, a lot of people really don't like change, especially when it's not working the way they're used to it. Um, only thing that I know that people like changes is if their bank account numbers go from a dollar to $100,000. That's change. And, yes. And they, you know, they like that kind of change. Or changes on how to get it. Like I was saying, I made the right. mm -hmm. example about the SSI. When the government says, hey, you need to get an electron, you need to have an electronic deposit. I have to deposit this electronically. I mean, the older people were trying to figure out, they were, they were reaching to the next younger person that they knew that could help us. Right. I mean, that could help them. So I just feel like, you know, that same energy needs to be poured when it comes to the things of God in ministry. Um, I think, you know, this is, this is just me talking, pretty talking, you know, from a tech person. Um, I know everybody's not techie, you know, and I understand that, but I just see, I'm seeing it from an all, mm -hmm. all dynamic area from the government making changes to, you know, of course, there's going to be a shift in the church. And I feel like we sometimes see the government when they're shifting and doing things totally different from what's happening in the church. You know, I just like, I don't like seeing this is me. I don't like seeing where you have one and two year olds that know YouTube like um, like they know it all right. back. Right. They know TikTok. They know Instagram. But then when they go to, to the church, we still got paper Bibles, right. <laughs> you know, and they was just holding an iPad for school. And so from my thinking, I'm like, why can't we shift? Why can't this doesn't this this is not what they're used to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Some some people feel like when you're shifting in 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 there's anything that's not like the days of old is is worldly, and it you know some some are feeling that it, there's no God in it. But but I mean, but but as we say again, uh, the Bible talks about there's a time and a season for everything, and now is the time and the season for us to pick up the pieces, pick up the pieces. This, 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 this COVID has, has taught us something in this court. I, you know, again, I can't speak on other leaders, you know, maybe everybody, other leaders, you know, had their stuff in order and got, you know, got everything, got their spiritual yes. clothes on tight. I don't have mine on tight. This court, yes. me, this caught me by surprise and it, and it caught me, I'm not going to say unprepared because I'm always prepared. Um, but as I sit and think, could we have done something, uh, you know, uh, a little bit more than a teleconference call. Yes, we, we, we mm. certainly could have. Um, and, uh, and now um, things have shifted. And so, and, and, and so has my direction into some mm -hmm. regards to say, this is what we must do um, as times are changing. We, we got to invest in this, uh, this equipment. We, we, we need to do this. And I, and I said, even if it's just me on Sundays and, and a couple of our praise and worship uh, team leaders and the musician, you know, at least people mm -hmm. want to be on the teleconference. They can be up there and they still can be able to watch us however they want to do it, but they'll yes. be able to, to, to still be a part of the service. And so even after the, the pandemic, yes, we will still continue because our teleconference calls have reached places that I wouldn't have never been able to reach on a Sunday morning in my pulpit. I will awesome. take that. So, That's awesome. so and, and others have called in. We've had people who I've never met in my church. I know they're members by their ties. But I've mm -hmm. never met them because they, you know, they're bound to different places where I can't get to. They're sick. But now, mm -hmm. since we've had the teleconference, they've called in. That's you know, awesome. Able to hear the word of God and let me know that they're there. And so, um, that's you know, awesome. I, you know, it would look so wonderful 
when we're able to, to, to be well-rounded with everything. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. So as we're ending this, I told you it's only, only going to be about 30 minutes. So I do want to ask you, I guess a trick question. If you were to <laughs> choose between live stream and in-person, what would it be? You have to choose. Cause I know, you know, most churches are going to say I'm going to do both, but I want to ask if you had to choose between live doing it all live stream versus just in person and no live stream, which would you choose and why? I would choose in person. Um, I would choose in person because again, um, that 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 sense of being able to touch someone that's really broken, that sense of being able to hug someone, that sense of even being able to uh, maybe put something financially in someone's hand who's going through uh, a crisis or just or just need a, 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 some money for their gas. Uh, it, it's just it, it, you, the live stream can't give you that 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 personal connection that that personal I love you that personal hug you know that personal touch. Um, it, it just doesn't do that. And so if I had to choose, it, it would definitely be. Um, it would be live. And then, and then that worship, that, that, that mode of worship, even though we can worship God anywhere, but when you come together, the Bible says, and see, we, so oftentimes we, we, we quote that scripture. Yeah. The, well, the word of said, well, there's where there are two or three, he'll be in the midst. No, that's not what the word says. The word says, if there are two or three, we got to touch and agree when we're touching and agreeing on this thing, then the Lord will be in the midst of us. And so, when you come together and you're going through some things and you know that Jesus will break every fetter and you need him to destroy some yokes, you want two or three brothers and sisters that are touching and agree with you so that we can, we can come together and bind the hand of the enemy and, and pray this thing away so that God can really bless us and, and, and have reign over our lives and do what he wants to do. So no, I would rather have, if I had to choose, uh, it, would be, it would be live. It would be in, 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 in person. In person, live in person. Okay, I had to ask you because I remember one post. I forgot what it was. Do you remember that post I had? Uh, and I said something about live stream, and you was like, <laughs> you was coming at me like, like they should be in church or yeah, something. Yeah, I was like, oh my yeah. god. You know, I mean, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm moving with the times, but there's just some things that that you just can't you can't get away with. You know, for mm -hmm. me. I'm yes. still old school to the point. I need, I need, I need the saints. I need to be with the saints. I need, I need, I need that, I need that, that, that hug. I need, you know, it's just, it's nothing like it, man. A, a saintly, godly hug. And I love you in the Lord. So, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. That sounds good. So guys, this is the kickoff to the five part series. We have four others, uh, senior leaders. Um, they're going to give their, um, their testimonials and their thoughts concerning uh, church live streaming versus church in person and have healthy conversation. Of course, I have a, as a media person, y'all already know what I'm going to say, but I do want to get other leaders feedback on it because you know you have so many other components like he mentioned you know senior leaders and caring mm -hmm. for those who aren't as tech savvy and those who are wanting that physical touch and really need that physical touch um you know so it, it's going to be a really good healthy 
uh, five-part series. And for those who are listening, you're listening to the podcast. Those who are watching say, hello, <laughs> we are on live. Um, but this is also a podcast. So you guys can follow this very soon. We're going to be on um, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, um, where like you said, catering to all different people. Some people are more audible. They want to listen. They want to, um, they want to listen and engage versus actually sometimes seeing faces. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're offering that platform for those who are, you know, wanting to listen in on uh, this conversation. Any last things that you want to say, Pastor Rasco, before we end this first part? I, I would just like to say, thank you again for having me. This has been rich. It's been real. Of course, uh, Bernice, of course, I said, you know, when you said eight o'clock, I started laughing. I said, she don't know. I'm an early bird. I'm normally in the bed. but No uh, way. I, yeah. I, I can't I, tell. I gotta, when I was gotta, doing your flyers, you was like, at 10 o'clock <laughs> at night, you get my, you did my uh, flyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's when I turn over and realize I don't have them. But, um, but this has been rich and real. And uh, I thank you again for having me. And uh, I hope that I've been some help. And uh, yes. of course, this is Melvin's version, not trying to be deep and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I am who I am. But um, yeah, it's been healthy and uh, and thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Again, I appreciate all that you have done thus far. Thank you for your yes. You said yes and agreeing to do this. And thank you. See, I didn't even realize you were such an early, early person. So thank you. <laughs> I mean, literally, thank you for that, uh, for saying yes. Anyway, usually eight is a really good hour for conversations mm -hmm. like this. Most mm -hmm. people, it's the end of the day. You know how it is. The end right, of the day, right. people have busy lives right. um so this is a time where you know everyone can just tune hone on in into um this time where we had these conversations so again thank you amen god bless you thank you again for having me you man guys this is gonna be so great <laughs> listen guys um listen this is going to be so great. I already know there are other pastors that have agreed to this as well. Uh, they have agreed to uh, to have a conversation like this, a, a healthy conversation. Of course, there are going to be some that may say, you know, ah, it's not working. It is not what, mm, it's not really something that I think uh, we will pursue because of. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's, maybe the people, um, not just older generation, but not having people on staff, not having trained people to help, whatever it may be. I just want to have these conversations. Hopefully it can be, you know, a healthy dialogue and we can learn from this. Um, and of course, we're going to have guesses as well. Although I will be talking and having discussions with five senior leaders, tonight was uh, senior leader, Pastor Melvin Rasco of New Cornerstone Baptist Church out of Baltimore, Maryland. But we'll have several other pastors from across the globe. Uh, and so they're going to have discussions on, you know, their experiences. How is it going uh, from all aspects, such as Pastor Rasco mentioned tonight? He mentioned, you know, there were older generation that says, look, I'm not calling in. I am not, I am not calling in. Okay. Save it for the birds, but let's have that conversation. Why what's happening? But I love the fact that he did say ongoing is in a, a plan to implement where the older generations can connect and link to the younger generation and learn new things. Um, thank you so much. I see uh, Shantae said it was a great dialogue. Yes. I think, um, 
Thank you, Pastor Gregory. Yes, it was awesome. My goal for this is that we can have a healthy conversation and see what's really happening. Um, You know, I remember doing a training. uh, It was a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And I was talking to several pastors. It was literally maybe like 100 of leaders um, on this Zoom call. And then one were saying, well, in fact, was several that were saying they were having the same kind of challenge where the older generation, uh, you know, couldn't get with the Facebook Live. And so I just asked one question. Did you guys know that, you know, with your Facebook Live, Facebook, Facebook will generate a conference call number so it it your live can sound really clear for an average person that would call in because Facebook will be generating this conference call so it's not like you trying to have your own setup with conference call number and you just put the phone most churches just put the phone up to you know their uh their speaker things like that and it gives like a feedback um like our echo feedback and so when I'm asked that it was like oh wow no we didn't know that there's something that we can talk to our older generation about um, that would call in and now they can really hear, especially when it comes to like the music, um, you know, the the uh, the frequencies is kind of kind of crazy sometimes with music, especially even sometimes with Zoom. So just having the right the right platform and the right knowledge can make it so much easier. So when I asked her, it was like, no, <laughs> you know, so I gave them the tutorial link where they can see how to set the thing up. And it's easy like that. So just that sometimes it's just knowing what I'm saying is sometimes it's just knowing what you need to know, like resources, having having those things such as knowledge on how to implement certain things so that it can be well-rounded with the older generation and the younger generation. Um, and I want to say this too, I feel like you, sh- you, you, I feel like leaders shouldn't cater so much to the older generation either that when 20 years go down, those people are gone. Those older generations are gone. And so you have what, what do you have then? You know, you want to make sure that you, you're always evolving and like pastor Rascal said tonight, have a successor. Um, So I I pray that, you know, you guys did learn so much from here. And even for those who don't have a successor, pray as God to guide you and lead you, because guess what? We're not going to be young forever. (laughs) And so if you believe what vision God is giving you, uh, you want to also pray that God blesses you with a successor to carry on the vision even further for generations and generations to come. Again, I'm Bernice. With Loma Creative Services, we are the one-stop shop for branding and marketing. We can assist you with your marketing campaigns from email marketing, from text marketing, from video, videography, photography, you name it, social media management, what you are needing, we are here to help you. And for these five weeks, (laughs) well, four weeks now, uh, we're going to have a healthy dialogue with senior pastors. And guess what? Before I go, I want to tell you this, not just senior pastors, we're going to have we're going to have, um, it's a five-part series where we're having a conversation dialogue like this with senior leaders, but also it's going to be with guests. So I've asked y'all follow these series eight o'clock uh, each Thursday. And I've asked some um, some great people that are in media, some great professionals to give their feedback as well, some good tips. It's going to be really a really good, healthy dialogue. So 
guys, that's it. That's my time and blessings, guys. See you next week at 8 p.m. God bless you.